back to the Stock Market Option Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and we're going to do something a little bit different today. And I'm hoping and looking for you, the listener, to participate in this activity or this thought experiment. And we're going to talk through whether or not you could trade uh, this strategy that we're going to talk through. And the way we're going to do this is we're going to talk through the backtest results of a profitable strategy that as of mid-November 2022, it's kind of a year-to-date thing, uh, the strategy's up about 31% and we're risking about 3% per trade. Sounds pretty enticing, right? And we're basing this on a 10K account for now, but this can easily be scaled to 100K because it's an SPX options trading strategy and SPX is a very large pretty liquid instrument. So you could definitely scale this up. But the focus right now, though, is to look at some of the nuances of the results. And we're going to go over all of those here in just a second. And I really want to get your thoughts on this, too. So here's how we're going to do that, because obviously you yelling at me over (laughs) in your car or at the gym or on your walk or whatever it is you're doing right now when you're listening isn't going to work. Right. So the way we're going to do this is I posted these results over on the podcast website, which is stockmarketoptionstrading.net. That is uh, our social network. We have a couple thousand people over uh, on on the website. It's totally free. And I've already started asking listeners for their feedback, and I'm going to share some of the initial reactions here, as well as, you know, some things for you to think about. But in the description or the show notes of the podcast, whether you're on Spotify, Apple, or whatever, I'm going to put a link that should take you hopefully directly to the post or at least over to the website so you can check out what other people are saying after this episode. And I really want to hear what you have to say, too. There may be something that I didn't mention here. Obviously, there probably will be, right? And remember, again, stock market options trade. Trading.net is totally free. And again, I'd love you to join me and a few thousand other traders for more discussions like this one. We, we talk about things like this each, each and every week. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into the results of this strategy. So first, some, some general parameters. I'm, I started the strategy or the back test, if you will, with a $10,000 account. And we're going to be trading one SPX credit spread per trade. So far, as of 2000. Uh, 22 November 2022 the account is up $3123 it has a 63% win rate there were 90 trades taken there there are some technical um uh parameters for the for the entry and i want to talk a little bit about the the size of the winners and losers so i didn't scale the account as from an allocation i just wanted to do one spread per trade so again with a $10,000 account and if the account's up $3,123, that's about 31%. And I am including some uh, some base commissions there. So that should be relatively close, right? So the average loser of this trading uh, strategy was $271 per trade. And the average winner was $212 per trade. So in typical credit spread fashion, the losers tend to be bigger, but I've gotten it pretty close uh, to where the losers are not, uh, you know, one loser isn't going to wipe out, you know, 10 winners kind of thing. It's not that type of strategy because, again, the win rate is about 63%. So when you net all these trades together, all the winners and losers together, and again, 63% win rate, 90 trades, the average per trade, the average win per trade is about $35. So if you're risking, I'm going to loosely call it 
$300 per trade, give or take. The actual max, uh, the max loss was 312, but the average loss was 270. Let's just kind of put that in the middle, about $300. If your average win is about $35 a trade and you're risking uh, $300 per trade, then your average win is about 10%. So you're averaging, that's your expectancy is, is another way to put that. Your expectancy of this strategy was about, I'm gonna loosely call it 10% per trade. So on the surface, that seems great. Wow, I'm gonna average, you know, 10% a trade over 90 trades and, you know, and I'm risking about 3% of the count. That's what gets you to that 30%. Um, it's pretty enticing, but, but let me ask the first question. And I asked this over on the website is, first of all, are you able to trade a strategy that had a 63% win rate? And again, we're only looking at this year. Um, I will say that in 2021, the results were actually pretty um, similar. So this isn't just 2022, it was pretty similar. The main difference between 2022 and 2021 is that SPX did not have five expirations per week. So the, the trade count is a little bit different, uh, but from a win percentage standpoint, it was actually real, pretty consistent, low 60% win rate. So that's the first question. Can you trade a strategy where you know the, you know, let's call it the win rate or the hit rate, hit rate is about 63%. Is that good enough for you? Are you able to execute that consistently knowing that, you know, the next trade has about a, a 40 something percent chance of loss? The other aspect here is again, the losers are a little bit bigger than the winners. Again, the average loser in this trade was $271 and the average winner was $212. So, that's the first sort of hurdle that you might need to overcome or accept as part of this system that you know, you're looking at a low 60% win rate and the losers are just a little bit bigger than the winners. So ask yourself, can you, could you trade that? Is that something you think you could do consistently? Now on the surface, there's probably a lot of you that are saying, yeah, I could trade that, I can deal with that. If I know that over time, this is gonna work out, then I could trade that consistently. But what we haven't talked about yet is the drawdowns. And you can't see the chart here. This is why I put it on the um, on the website. To, you know, Hopefully you guys will check that out. But there were actually some winning and losing streaks in this strategy. And when I'm looking at the actual P&L curve, it kind of looks like, uh, it's like a line graph that looks like a stock in an uptrend. It goes up, it pulls back, it goes up, it pulls back, it goes up, it pulls back. So it is going from the bottom left to the top right, meaning that over time it's in a trending pattern, but there were some drawdowns. So the first drawdown lasted about two months. Now, even though the drawdown was only 10%, the drawdown itself lasted about two months. This is where I think some people are getting hung up and I'll mention this here because some people have already commented on the post over there. The question is, can you trade something that, you know, does well for let's say two or three months and then you have a two month period where it doesn't do well. Now the losers were smaller. It pulled back about 10%. At that point, the strategy was up about 15% in the account. So can you deal with not only the drawdown of 10%. A lot of people will say, oh, I could deal with a 10% drawdown knowing that, you know, the strategy might end up, let's say 35% on the year because we're getting close to the end of the year. But what a lot of people don't factor, and this is something I've kind of had to come to grips with too, is that there's a duration of time that the drawdown is in and a lot of people don't mention. 
there were actually two periods of drawdown that lasted about two months. Uh, the other ones were pretty quick. You'd have like one or two losers, and then you have three or four winners. And it might play out, you know, with a 60% win rate. Yeah, maybe you actually get six winners and then four losers, and then the cycle starts over. But in this particular strategy, there were a bunch of winners, and then there were some choppiness with a, a general loss bias or a pullback, if you will, uh, in, in the strategy that lasted again, two months, seven weeks, something like that. So that's the next question is, can you handle that type of loss or not even capital loss? We're talking mentally now. If you know that you're supposed to have a 60% win rate and then for two months, let's say you have a 50% win rate, you're going to be losing money in this case because we know the average loser is bigger than the average winner. So even though maybe you maintained, and I don't know, I didn't go that deep in this, but even if you maintained a 50% win rate for two months, you would be losing. And that's kind of what this looks like. Maybe uh, maybe it, it shifted to a 50% win rate for a little while, and then you actually lose money, and then the win rate maybe went back up to 70, 80%. But you know, when you net it all out, that average is 63%. So again, can you deal with not winning for two months. Can you deal with that type of drawdown? Is it too much for you? You know, And here's the last uh, thing I want to cover. And that is, in this particular case, I started the, the back test you know, January 1st of 2022. And luckily, um, I don't know if that's the right word for this, but the first, let's call it three months, it was actually very, very profitable. So if you started trading this strategy on January 1, it actually did really well. You went from 10,000 up to about 11,500 over the course of um, about three months, right into the beginning of March. Let's call it two months, actually. And then it started to lose money in March, which lasted a couple months. Like I mentioned, you had the two-month drawdown. However, the drawdown was smaller than that the run-up. So the question here is, you know, this is very calendar-specific. We, you know, we we opened in January one. We started trading it. What happens if you? start off with the loss streak, right? In this case, you're able to easily continue because you're, oh, I'm winning, right? Let's say you you take that the first three or four trades and you're, and you're like, oh, this is winning. This is great. I'm going to keep trading it. And then you start losing. You're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, I've, I've been, you know, I had two months of winners and two months of losers and I'm net net up, but man, it's a lot of work, right? So the question is, if you started off losing, Right. Because remember, with any sort of system, and this is a relatively small sample size, which is why I don't want to share the strategy. Uh, but with any um, system, and we'll go back to the 63% win rate, the distribution of the wins and losses are random. You never know when those are going to come out. But let's just say this this 63% was relatively consistent. Well, that means you could start off with one month or two months of losers and still make money by the end of the year. So the question is, when you start trading that strategy, and I talked about this in another uh, recent episode about um, you know trading a new strategy, is you have to trade it small enough so that you can realize the expectancy of the strategy. So in this case, the expectancy was about $35 or 10% gain uh, per trade. But that doesn't mean you're going to make $35 every trade. It means that the average win was $200 and the average loss was $271. Those are the numbers. But but my point is, when you start trading that strategy, do you have the, as, as one member put it on the um, website, the mental fortitude to just keep trading it? Do you believe 
Do you believe in whatever it is you're trading? Now forget about this strategy. Do you believe that over time you can trade through the drawdown so that you could realize the full expectancy of the strategy? Or are you gonna get discouraged and say, well, what's working right now and then switch over? But if you don't know the, uh, the, the distribution of the wins and losses, which nobody does, right? then you're never gonna know when that strategy turns around. So those are some things that I think, you know, we wanna discuss and, and think about when you look at trading a new strategy. So I've had a couple people respond to the post over on the website already. I probably should have given this more time because I don't have a ton of comments here, but I want to just kind of list what some of the people are saying here. So the questions I asked, I posted the, the backtest uh, results. You can see the win rate and the PL curve and the drawdown and all the things. And it really helps put this into context. And here are the questions I asked. I said, after looking at this 2022 year to date backtest, do you think you could trade this SPX credit spread strategy consistently? Could you trade this knowing that there were two periods of drawdowns that lasted about two months each? Are you okay with a 63% win rate? where the losers are slightly larger than the winners. Is a 31% gain acceptable to you for this small account? Again, I'm just based this off the $10,000 account. So is 31% gain acceptable to you over the course of the 11 months, which was the, the period? The largest drawdown was about 10%. If you started to trade this and lost money for two months, would you stop trading it or would you keep going? And I also asked what other questions or what other information would you want to know for a strategy like that? Maybe I left something out, right? So a couple of reactions here. So one of the first comments was simply no, couldn't trade it. I would think it broke after those drawdowns. So that the idea that if you have drawdowns, and I, I don't know if they're more worried about the, the actual dollar amount drawdown or that period of time, both of those have a different sort of mental um, you know, effect on you. But they're basically saying, they no, they don't think they could trade it because you would have uh, that period of drawdown. They would think the strategy broke and, and doesn't work, right? Another member said, this is a test of mental fortitude. I like that. And, you know, basically saying, I'm not sure if uh, very many people would, because after the two months of getting knocked down, it would be hard to get back up again. I think that's one of the biggest hangups is having a two month uh, period of where you're not really winning or you're not making money. Um, you're not losing a ton. You're giving some of it back, uh, according to the results, but some say it would be hard given the current market, the market, uh, volatility of the current market regime. And another member had a good, um, a good comment here and they would say yes, because of the hindsight that we're looking at. And I think that's a good way to put this. We are, we are looking at a back test. So we're looking in hindsight and we would know at this point that the strategy would keep making money if you were to stick through the drawdowns, but they admitted that, that the mental toll of that first two month drawdown would completely do them in. That's what this person said. And it would be hard, maybe almost impossible to continue to put the trust in the strategy. So I think the two month drawdown, not even the dollar amount seems to, doesn't seem to be the problem, but the two month drawdowns really seems to be an issue. And, you know, I think that's interesting because uh, is there a strategy where you wouldn't have a two months uh, drawdown? Is, does that exist? Right. And again, we're doing this in 2022. It's one of the most volatile bear markets that we've had in decades. So, you know, 
this is probably um, maybe the worst of it, you know, for a particular strategy like this. But those are some things that we're talking about. I hope you'll join me. Come over to stockmarketoptionstrading.net, join the conversation, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks a lot. 